Joining us on the line from Reader's Digest magazine, we say hello to uh, editor Micah Tobe. Good morning. Good morning, John. Micah, you've got another amazing article. This is a, sort of a new section in Reader's Digest uh, called Talking to a Smart Person. I think this is a brilliant idea. When I would need to know something, I just go to find someone who knows about it. <laughs> right. Uh, this one is about something that I know a lot of people have concerns about, and that is, is my phone spying on me? You know, with the way technology is now, you're often worried how much data is being collected, how much information is being stored by people because of our devices. Yeah, that's right. And, and you know, there's that weird thing that happens where you see an ad of something you were just talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so, yeah, we asked um, Valerie Stees at the University of Ottawa, who studies surveillance in technology. And, um, yeah, she said that uh, our cell phones are listening to us. Now, they, she did say um, that they can record us, but it's not clear whether that's actually being done. Um, but what we do know is being done is that they're capturing the data, like you were just saying. Like mm-hmm. that whatever you click on, whatever you look at, whatever words you're writing, texts, emails, photos, and even the barometric pressure in the air around you. What? <laughs> now, <laughs> who is collecting this information? Let's start with that. And these are, oh, so these are um, your service providers. So Rogers or, you know, I, I shouldn't, you know, call out any brand. They're all, they're all, <laughs> doing, <laughs> they're all doing it. And, um, and then, you know, they can, well, I don't know all of the nitty gritty of how it then gets in the hand of other parties. But, you know, that's the, the first step is that it's being collected by your cell phone provider. So let's ask why this is happening. Could it maybe have something to do with the fact that I clicked I agree without reading the full Apple service agreement? <laughs> it might. Do you mean you didn't want to spend half an hour oh, no. reading that? That's a lot of text, <laughs> you know? And that's the thing about these, you know, so our expert was saying you really have to dig far down into these terms of use agreements to see what is being saved by the service providing corporation and what is being then, you know, sold to other parties and and the thing is that it, it's kind of like this um all for one agreement thing like you know and it's hard to like not agree to it because you want to use the thing but you know in there there's going to be little details about what it's actually being used for you know i i when i see ads come up or there's, there's oftentimes the technology around me is responding to my my personal likes and my question is is how does my phone know what I like? Yeah, I know. It's, sometimes it's nice, right? But uh, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, it's so so. Our Valerie Steves was saying, you know, through your, she gave the example of of, of how a phone might know that you love lattes. Right. I mean, first of all, who doesn't? Right. right. Anyway, so <laughs> your GPS, she was saying, could know every morning you're at the same Starbucks. It knows you're at a Starbucks every morning at the same time. Or maybe you pay using your phone. People are doing that more now. Or maybe you access a customer rewards program. All of that stuff creates data. Or maybe you emailed someone about the coffee you're getting or Mm. like the photo of of a latte. Mm. And so all these little things add up to patterns, which we know how computers can process information so fast. So they just need to find out who liked a latte, you know, once every day for the last seven days. They can, <laughs> computers can do it in the blink of an eye. Right. And they send a little advertisement to you. 
And obviously, uh, as she was saying um, in this interview, that it's it's not that dangerous when it comes to offering you a latte. Mm. But it's more like what happened with Cambridge Analytica, where mm, they right. used personal Facebook information to affect the election. So it's it's there's benign versions of it, and then there's the more the serious ones. So this is all starting to sound a bit Orwellian to me. So what can we do with anything to avoid this digital scrutiny? So, yeah, if you, if you want to get away from Big Brother, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, I guess, uh, first of all, you just have to not use technology, so good luck with that. <laughs> um, but if you do, uh, our expert recommended, don't just download apps indiscriminately. Mm. So you might think it's great that your phone is going to tell you how many steps you're taking in a day. But if you're using that, you should know that an insurance company might buy that information. Mm. And so then they're going to know a little bit about your health and your activity rates. And they're going to know so, I don't make those 10,000 steps. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They're going to say, not cover John. Uh, so, this is... This is a fantastic article. It's the uh, latest edition of Reader's Digest magazine. In the talking to a smart person section is my phone spying on me. Lots of other categories or topics in there to talk about. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for joining us on Talk to the Town. Great to, great to talk to you. If folks want to ca- connect with you guys, you have an uh, mm-hmm. amazing website too, right? Yeah, just head over to uh, rd.ca. Mike Tobe from Reader's Digest, thanks for being here on Talk to the Town. Thanks.